Like in my lifetime, I want to see a president with face tattoos. That's never gonna happen. Not even in your grandkids' lifetime, I don't think. I think the just a oh, hundred years ago, you couldn't imagine Obama being president. So yeah, but I have faith. Live again. This is a little special episode for us, man, because we get to actually watch each other since we've been doing just audio these past few episodes. Now we're doing a little video session. This will be a little, little more fun than what we're used to. What's up, Dylan? You're looking good, man. You got a, you think so? You got some nice facial hair happening. A little there. scruff. Facial hair is important. I have to have a beard. You look skinny. Did you do that on purpose? Did you put your camera angle like? It's all about those angles, bro. Yeah, yeah the angles, the lighting. Yeah, I made sure <laughs> I, I did that. I gotta learn that. I look tired and greasy. Why do I look so tired and greasy? You look tired. I'm working on 14 hours of being up. No, 15. Either way, it's been a good day. Been an okay day. Except, although I do have to say this, um, there's about a, probably like a 93% chance that I'm going to be getting sick over the next couple of days. Walked into one of my classes today and, and one of the kids comes in with a mask because he's coughing every eight seconds. Oh, God. The other half of the kids are like coughing just into the open air every other 12 seconds. And I could just feel it when I walked into the room. Like my throat started itching a little bit. <laughs> my ears are going to start hurting a little bit. And I just have yeah. a feeling. Yeah, that happens to me sometimes. Like it's almost like I decide to get sick. Like I could avoid it if my mind just wouldn't go there. But as soon as my mind goes there, my body starts accepting all the symptoms. Uh, I hate it, man. We had a teacher at our school who was out for... 10 11 days like he missed work he was just at home running a fever for that long he went to the hospital to go and get medicine the doctor gave him a prescription three four or five days goes by he's not getting better he's only getting worse and so they gave him medicine for like the wrong shit he ended up having to go back to the hospital and like go in every so often like twice a day for like iv drips and shit to like start getting his health back better again i don't think i think the doctors here are not very good just drink warm water. That's all they say. Just drink warm water. It cures everything, apparently. That's all you need. Hot water is a thing, man. Although I do have to say, I've tried hot water a few times. And maybe if you're like yeah. getting like a little cough or a little cold or something, drink some hot water. Or, you know, you break your arm or something. It'll work. But They said you're not even supposed to drink cold water, really. Like, you're not supposed to add ice to your water. It's something with your digesting or I don't know. I don't like drinking room temperature drinks. Uh, Man, I know. I've been trying to switch, and it's really tough. I miss ice. You've been trying to not use ice? Yeah, I've been trying not to like drink super cold beverages. Well, what beverages are you drinking? Just water? A little juice? Really? Yeah. yeah, that's like all I drink, dude, is like water and beer. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. But do you like room temperature yeah. beer or a warm beer? No. 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 <laughs> no. You can't drink warm beer. I mean... That's just, I think that's probably just yeah. the Americanist. You got to have cold beer. Got to have cold beer, yeah. cold drinks. Speaking of cold drinks, I know you had a few on your birthday. Yeah, it didn't really go that crazy this year, man. Actually, this year was probably the lightest that I've kept it in quite a while. Because Jody and I have our trip to Macau coming up this weekend. And that's what we were going to do for my birthday was go down to Macau so I can play some cards and we'll go and see Hong Kong and shit. We're going to do a little mini vacation. So since that's going to cost us a little bit of money... I uh, decided to keep it pretty easy back here. So called into work that day. My manager asked me a couple of times. He's like, why can't you come in? He's like, are you sick? He's like, nah, just what? personal. A couple times? 
He was like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "Man, just personal things. I just I, I can't come in. I got some other things I need to do." He's like, "Is everything okay?" Yeah, I just I can't come in. I got some shit I need to take care of, which was watch a football <laughs> game. I had to watch a football yeah. game. So I did that, man. It was Bedlam. nice. Yeah, watch Bedlam, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. That was nice. Uh, Who won? Oklahoma won, which is the red guys. <laughs> yeah, the red guys. The red guys <laughs> won. Yeah, but that's cool. So um, it's gonna work out good this weekend too, because then Oklahoma will play for the the conference championship. Uh, this weekend they're gonna play Baylor again. That's gonna be interesting because that game will start at one a.m. On Sunday morning here, so I'm probably just gonna have to stay up late Saturday night to watch, which is fine. It'll be worth it because I'm off mm-hmm. Sunday too. But then we'll leave Sunday afternoon to go down to Macau. But on the uh, basketball, no, no football. You said they had like a conference championship. Like, how many different titles and shit is there throughout the year for like a college? Is there different divisions for sizes of schools and shit? I don't understand it. There's always seems to be something like NFL. You have a Super Bowl. And then you go to college, and there's oranges and cotton and fruit of the loom stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you basically have five power conferences. Then there's a couple of other small schools that are sprinkled into there. Like the Big 12 only has 10 teams. Then you have the Pac-12 and the Big 10 and the SEC that has 16 teams. They compete differently throughout the year than everybody else. Like the Big 12 is a round robin. Everybody plays everybody. But in like the SEC, you have the East and West. The West will play everybody and maybe two teams from the East. The East will play everybody in the East and maybe a couple teams from the West. And then they play like non-conference games as well. It's all different. It's all kind of jumbled up. But then at the end of the season, everybody plays 12 regular season games. And then whoever's at the top of their conference or division in their conference plays for a conference championship. Then usually the winners of those go to play for the national championship, which is like over everybody. Mm. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> And then those people who don't play for the national championship go to those stupid bowl games like the Frosted Flakes Sugar Bowl or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. They literally say, like, Tostitos Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, That's hilarious. I love it. The Cereal Bowl. Let's look at at some of those real quick. Bowl game names because some of them are just The Bowl Bowl. It's so stupid, like, how many teams are allowed to play in bowl games. You basically have to win – six games in the regular season and you get to go play in a bowl game like it's it's not even really considered like a privilege to go play in a bowl game but i guess schools get like extra money for it Mm. and shit like that and the players go to a bowl and it's sponsored by certain people and they'll get like little prize packages of random shit for all the players and stuff and then the players don't get paid for nothing huh uh they actually just passed a law recently earlier this year that um Starting soon, players are going to allow to be compensated for their name and likeness. That's awesome. That's it is good. good. Imagine all the money them fucking players are bringing in for these colleges. Yeah. I mean, and these games and stuff, and then these kids are struggling. They have to do all these sketchy things to get money, and that's so shady. That's so, they're like slaves. The way that they justify it is like they're getting a free education. You know, they get to play football, and then their yeah. school is paid for, it, <laughs> which is they're kind and of. And then a platform paid. for like getting noticed by the NFL and all these other. Industries. They're kind of getting paid, but compared to how much money the schools yeah. are making off of everything, it's it's pennies to give them. A, That's I mean, true. Yeah, yeah. How much does it really cost for that kid to go sit in a classroom that all these other kids are already paying for? I mean, the school doesn't yeah. really lose out money on that. All they do is make money. Because one player comes to that school, it will entice a lot of other students to want to come to that same school. You know, and then you start a whole movement because this quarterback 
And he is living on McDonald's. On December 23rd, you can watch the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. That will be played in Tampa, Florida. The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, They just made up words, too. Like, they made (laughs) up their own words for their own. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. What's the other one that looks good in here? Oh, here's that one. It's the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. That's the one I was thinking about. That's a mouthful. How does a credit union have enough money to sponsor a bowl game for college football? That seems... This is... I mean, it is uh, a bank, but I don't know. <laughs> it, it sounds like Will Ferrell named some of these. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What's <laughs> another one you got here? Oh, Redbox has a bowl game. The Redbox Bowl. That's all it is. Redbox. Is that still a thing? Do people still use Redbox there? I don't think that's going to be a thing for much longer. I, I think like if you're invested in Redbox, you better cash out while you can. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I mean, unless they oh, they're gonna have to go streaming DVDs, man. All the things get scratched up and shit. My computer don't even have a a CD ROM player. Oh yeah, mine doesn't either. Yeah. No, so Redbox will have to like come up with their own streaming service or something to become relevant or to. Yeah. They're, they're, is, they're like the a, a modern day blockbuster, yeah. Yeah. What are a couple of your favorite movies? Well, Shawshank Redemption, if it, if it's ever on TV yeah. and it comes on some channels Shawshank. all the time, it <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter where it's at in that movie. I'm gonna stop surfing the channels. I'm gonna stop and watch that movie. Yeah. I always like. I'm like, man, that's my favorite movie, and I'll decide on it, and then I'll forget what it is when I'm asked. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know I like I love Blow. Blow is awesome. That was uh, that was definitely that one was of my a good favorites. one. I haven't seen that one in a long time. I liked that. Did you see the Irishman, the new Netflix movie? No. It's the, I mean it's got like De Niro. It's directed by Scorsese, and uh, it's got all those big Irish people in that. Irish people. <laughs> Irish. No, uh, not Irish people. Man, yeah, Italian, Italian like Joe Pesci, yeah. De Niro, and maybe it's Al Pacino too. I don't remember. Anyways, a bunch of those big names. Directed by Scorsese. The only thing, though, it's like three and a half hours long. What does this mean? 99% match. What do they mean by that? You're on a dating website? You're on Tinder? No, like on Netflix, when you go through different options, it says a 99% match. What does that mean? Does everybody have the same match? Like, if you were to get on The Irishman, it'll say 99% match for you as well? Or is it matching to my playlist? It's got to match to your playlist, and it's probably like those social media websites, man. It has algorithms that keep track of like what you like to watch and stuff, and then yeah, it says like they're they're ninety nine percent sure that you're gonna like this. I hear celebrities they talk about Netflix won't tell them what their special ranked or how many views it got. They're just like they're really vague about it. Like it it did well. Like they won't go into specifics. Is there a reasoning behind that or a theory behind the reasoning for that? No, I have no idea. They just don't tell anybody. They don't share it. They don't share their numbers with anybody. Would you want to know? I like the mystery, I think. Like trying to get rid of likes. You hear about that? Instagram, like getting rid of likes? Yeah. Did that already happen? I think it did happen on Instagram. They say Facebook is going to happen next too. Because <laughs> they own it. Well, like Facebook owns Instagram, right? But like it's slowly gonna transition uh, to Facebook too because like it's uh, a, yeah. a thing of like trying to change. Uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. People get obsessed with trying to 
break their record on likes, so they're just doing anything to get these likes. And then another thing, people get on there and they get discouraged because they don't have as many likes as that chick. So mm. it makes them sad and depressed. So it's just this epidemic. Maybe they're trying to avoid. But you have all these Instagram models and shit that are, this is my life. I'm an influencer. <laughs> they all do they try to get free meals and free concert tickets and shit and these these business owners are like no like you're gonna have to come in and pay they're like i have 1.4 million followers and i'll like <laughs> tag you you know and they're like we don't give a fuck I don't I don't understand the word influencer either i don't i don't feel like that's the correct word for those people who are doing that it literally like, it's like they try to capture this persona and like come up with this character that looks like they travel a lot and do all these interesting things and then people follow them and get a bunch of followers right and then these people start placing their products in their posts so they'll pay these people to tag fashion nova or to use a certain water mm. bottle yeah so that's how they become influencers they're influencing oh, like, the market okay. I see that. With their uh, being cool for really having absolutely no talent. They don't have anything else outside <laughs> of just, you know, making up this character. It's, it's oh, my God. Imagine what what's at the end of that road after you've made all your money. Not a bad way to live, though, if you can actually get into it and make a decent yeah. amount of money. I mean, fuck, if you can make a couple million bucks for just posting stupid videos yeah. and being a, a character online... Yeah, it's got to be the easiest job ever, even if it is only a year of fame or whatever. I mean, fuck. For sure. Man, I watched that video uh, that you suggested to me about Billie Eilish and uh, the dude from The Office, Dwight. I've had a brain <laughs> Wilson. Good, uh... But it's funny. I thought it was interesting how, like, he went to her house, and, like, I was expecting yeah. more of a house that she lived in. But she was, like, in, like, this small yeah. – like, a small house that looked really normal and just, like, a – It did. Not it did not look like that's where a successful person would be living, like with as much money yeah. as she's made. You know what I mean? I was kind of surprised by that, and I wonder. I wonder when that was shot. Do you know? Was that this year? I don't know. I didn't see that. It could I be just... their her like her parents' house or something. I I don't know. I was thinking that though, because it was very very regular. She is still pretty young too, though, right? Yeah, dude. She just like she just turned eighteen. Well, that's probably why, too. She still has to live at home with her parents, <laughs> even though she's making all <laughs> yeah. that money. She hasn't had a chance to buy a, buy a house yet. A lot of those songs her and her brother wrote when she was like 13, 14 years old. These songs that blew her up. She was like 13, 14 when she, she wrote Ocean Eyes. I do like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, yeah. Uh, that's just I, amazing to think. God. How old so was talented. her brother, though? Either way, it's talented. It's pretty cool. He's a few years older, for sure. I did a little short film with my friend on Monday. Is this the thing where the guy goes out and spends money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's the one? Got to pour myself another drink, too. Yeah, so we ended up uh, doing the shoot for that on Monday. We left our apartment around 8.15 in the morning, and we worked till man, like 8 p.m. that night. It was all done at one location, and when it's all said and done, it's only going to be like a maybe a six, seven minute video. It was fun. It was fun being there and helping out, and um, it got me inspired to like I want to write my own comedy scene. I know these guys that have all the 
professional equipment to like actually like record it and edit it and shit like that. I'm in the brainstorming yeah. phase right now of like what kind of a little short film, five to ten minute film of comedy skit that I could write and easily record and edit. Man, I would love to do something like that. That that's when I wish we lived closer together, man. We could uh collaborate and try to do some stuff like that. Or I'd love to help you write or, or just contribute in some sort of way. I watched one yesterday of a guy smoking weed for the first time. This comedian, he went on some comedy contest show. It was like a funny or die video that they put together. Mm-hmm. And Roseanne Barr was one of the judges of this guy. And she was like, um, have you ever smoked weed before? And he was like, actually, to be honest, I've never tried it. And she was like, maybe you should. And so he blows up that little comment that Roseanne gave him, mm-hmm. and then he makes this like 30-minute long video of him smoking weed for the first time. He goes out and buys new clothes. He <laughs> talks to uh, people about what kind of music he should listen to, and he makes a specific song for the moment. He reads all the laws. And uh, this guy, like, told him earlier in the bit, he's like, oh, and definitely have pizza. Definitely have a pizza with you. (laughs) So he carries this pizza around for, like, five days because he's like, oh, and don't forget the pizza because Jeremy told me I definitely had to have pizza. So he's, like, carrying the same pizza around. And it's just so funny, man. To me, the funniest stuff is, like, the curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. I like the curb your enthusiasm aspect of it. Shit, yeah. I had a big dinner tonight. I can't breathe half of this time. Uh, What'd you eat, dude? Man, we made like some chicken slide, like some chicken bacon sliders. Chicken bacon sliders? Good. Yeah, a little bit of mayo. Grilled up some chicken strips, some bacon, put some cheese and onion and tomato on them. On like these little bread rolls. They were good. And some french fries. I'm so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm saying I'm like drinking a little bit now too, and I'm still full from dinner. So I'm trying to talk, and I'm not breathing while I talk, and it's making, <laughs> it's making it hard to get my words out. Oh, dude, there's uh, nothing worse than going to sleep and feeling full. Like when you're laying in bed and you're full, that's when I'm like, man, I need to, I need to make a change. I eat before bed probably way more than I should. Yeah, you're really not supposed to. I think. Yeah, it's. I've heard that's not very good for you. But, <laughs> I do it every night. I've, <laughs> I've been doing it. Yeah. I'm that like I'm about to start, guy. Like I'm I'm about to start this. I'm about to start that. And then a couple <laughs> weeks go by, and I'm still drinking a six pack and eating a bunch of candy before bed. That's, man, that's about ninety four percent of people though. Maybe not that high, dude. We just found this new candy. It's like a Mike and Ike's Mega Mix Sour. You got to try that. I just don't do candy very often. I could just eat candy until I literally throw up or my teeth rot away. I have no control. I'll wake up the next day and my teeth will hurt. My stomach hurts. I got the weird doo-doos. But, <laughs> and I know it's going to happen every time, and it wrecks my day the next day. But I can't control myself, dude. You have one of those dreams where like your teeth are falling out? That's happened to me in real life. Like, I, Did you know I broke these two teeth? Yeah, yeah. I remember when that happened. That was some trippy shit. And I did. I have. I had some like PTSD after that where I'd dream about it. It was gnarly. I was riding a bike down Choctaw really, really fast. We didn't have brakes, or I didn't have a brake on my bike because it was <laughs> cool at the time to like take all the stuff off. You'd take your reflectors off, your kickstand, 
the lever, the cables, anything you could take off. Strip the fucking stickers. Bare bones. <laughs> what is the point of that? Why? Just the modification, I think. Like, being able to modify it. Spray it was like painted the thing. a different color. You felt like a man taking care of his muscle car, you know? <laughs> I understand yeah. the reflectors. Like, yeah, those are a little distracting. It can be a little sissification on a bike. But your brakes, mm -hmm. come on, man. You need brakes. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of stupid. <laughs> we would ramp all the time. So we'd build these ramps. And when you would land, a lot of times those cables and shit would just like vibrate and make all kinds of noise. And you just didn't need them very often. But I could have used them this time. But I was like going down the road really, really fast. Just a straight <laughs> shot down this brand new road, me and my buddy. And he was in front of me. We're just cruising down that thing. And all of a sudden, he just cuts right, like right in front of me. And he takes my front wheel out. Yeah, I just bounce my head off the pavement and lose my front teeth. Fuck. Yeah, so I get up and I can feel it on my tongue. Like my teeth are all jagging and there's like gravel in my mouth, you know. And I'm spitting out pieces of teeth. Oh, my God. And it God. was just... Yeah, it took forever to get that, like, chunks of teeth out of my mouth, and it was fucked up, dude. My lip was swollen up to my nose, and we went to the dentist, and he didn't know if the upper part of the teeth were going to hang on to the gums, you know? So we had to wait a month to make sure that the teeth weren't going to fall out, like the mm -hmm. rest of the teeth, so he could attach the uh, molding or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. and finish it off. So I had to go to school like that for a month with broken teeth and a swollen face, it was great. God, I can only imagine how many times you had to retell that story to everybody, too. Because like, if you go to school looking like that, you're going to get asked about 13 times every day, what happened to you? Yeah. What happened to you? Immediately when the dentist was um, like, we're going to have to schedule this for four weeks from now. And I was like, looked at my dad, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to school. Like, I'm not going to school for a month. No hesitation. That's what I decided. And he was like, yeah, you are. And it just broke my brain. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm going to school like this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I did. I had to go like that for a month. I could have had a concussion or something, dude. It was like this, like, boom, just face to pavement. Ugh. <sighs> and I got up and I was like, <sighs> spitting out teeth. Ugh. It was insane. I can't believe you haven't had a dream like that. I heard it's a very common thing, too. It's like have a dream to where like your teeth are falling out. It's happened to me multiple times. Like something happens and then like I can feel like my teeth kind of fall out of my mouth. And like I can feel my like tonguing them around in my mouth and like spitting them out. And they're not being teeth there. And it's damn. It's just a weird feeling. I've also had dreams to where like I used to dip a lot. Remember like the chew. Yeah. And I, I had dreams where I got to be dipping. <laughs> and when I wanted to spit it out, it just kept coming. Like I couldn't get it all out of my mouth. I'm constantly just what? like, <laughs> just like trying to spit out this <laughs> chew and it just would not stop coming. And it was so That's annoying. Crazy. Yeah. Dude, one of my most common reoccurring dreams is waiting tables and being oh, in the yeah. weeds and not, not being able to catch up. Dude, that is a, Probably a <laughs> once a week, like once a week, I have a dream like that to where like I'm yeah. waiting tables. I just had one just actually just a couple nights ago that I remember to where like <laughs> I took a dude this steak, right? He ordered a steak. I took it to his table <laughs> and he's like, I want shredded beef. And I was like, well, we don't do shredded beef. And he's like, go tell your <laughs> chef I want shredded beef. And I'm like, <laughs> the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 
<laughs> I had to take a stake back to the back and be like, yo, this dude wants this shit shredded. And there's nothing I could do. I just remember telling myself, like, I'm not going back to this table. And then I, I ended up, like, not going back to that guy. And I was fine with that. <laughs> but I remember he had a steak yeah. and he was like, I want shredded beef. And I'm like, well, we don't do shredded beef. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> dude. The- <laughs> yeah. I have those dreams, no dude. It's always like uh, mine are more Mexican restaurant based. And it's like I can't keep up with the chips and queso. Or drinks. And I have like 12 tables and I keep getting sat. Yes. And I'll go to do something and then I'll forget to do it. And I forget to do it so many times that everybody is irate and there's just no catching up. And like I just abandon everything. And then that's about the time I wake up. That's what always happens. That's like the most biggest scar that a job could leave on somebody is a waiter. I know. What the hell? Who All finally gets out of waiting tables or even doesn't get out of waiting tables. But like you're going to have dreams about that. Yeah. You're going to have dreams about it. And like I said, to this day, I swear, it, it literally feels like once a week I have a dream about, yeah, fucking waiting tables and s- servicing people. It's ah, fucking annoying. I wonder how many other waiters suffer from that. It's got to be common, man. It's got to be a very high percentage, right? Oh, my god! Because I know Jody, pretty much anybody I've talked to who's waited tables have like had similar dreams. Yeah. I bet people who even haven't waited tables have a dream about waiting tables and getting behind. Like, that's got to be how common that dream is. I think it happens to everybody. We need some sort of compensation for this. For what? Just think of, like, 10 years from now, you're going to see that on, like, YouTube, that ad where it's like, did you wait tables between 2000 and 2020? He's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could be owed millions in compensation. <laughs> yeah. We had sleepless nights. <laughs> <laughs> Call David and David at 1-800-888-8888. The commercial I remember most, or this probably still comes on too, is what's that one? It's like called dun 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 cash now That's what it is, a cash now commercial. Man, fuck commercials. The YouTube ads drive me crazy. Yeah, I'll be in something. Like, I'll be watching a documentary on uh, YouTube, just really into it. Like, in you get in that flow state where you just, you're in there living the documentary. And all of a sudden, it's like, have you heard of this mattress? I'm like, God damn it, dude. Like, <laughs> I was in the zone. Ugh, like, it drives me crazy. But all this free content, what are you going to do, you know? All the ads are like, they repeat themselves too, and it's always shit that you've talked about before, man. It's too, it's too relevant to something that you've been thinking about or mentioned to a friend, mm-hmm. and it's never gonna change. But like every time, like I'm scrolling through like social media, and it comes to like an ad, like I'll go in and I'll be like, I don't want to see this, I don't want to see this, blah 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 blah. Yeah, I'll do that sometimes. Like, don't recommend this channel, but then it just pops back up or some some sort of the same shit. Like anytime it says anything political, I don't want to see that shit, man. I don't give a fuck. Well, I'm wondering, man, I see an ad a lot for, like, bad posture. I'm like, how the fuck do they know I have bad posture? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I just ordered something for my bad posture. Is it like the little straps? It's like a harness, and then, like, you cinch it up. Because on uh, Cyber yeah. Monday, I was scrolling through uh, Amazon. They had one for, like, 12 bucks. Originally, it was $40, which was probably a lie. But <laughs> yeah, oh, literally all you gotta do, suggested. all you gotta do is just modify it where it's like you keep the same price and then you add a more expensive price above it with the line through it. 
And you're like, holy shit. Yeah, of course. It's on sale. I'm getting a good deal. Because, like, right now, I'm slouching. Like, I, I, I look... I look like a fucking dinosaur or something sometimes. And I'll be walking around like I'm looking for change on the ground, dude. Just like looking at the ground, just slouching. <laughs> I'm like, dude, stand up. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I know. I'm going to look like Quasimodo, man, by the time I'm like 64. I already know because yeah. of how much I bend over and slouch all the time. God. Get that kyphosis happening. Me and my dad used to see this guy around the neighborhood. He was older, you know, 80s or something, and he had a big-time arch where he's just, like, facing the ground, you know? And my dad yeah. my dad would be like, I wonder what he's looking for. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd always think of that, like, I don't want to be that guy, like, looking for something. But I catch myself slouching, staring at the ground just like that guy. Dude, my problem is probably is because, like, I play video games on my couch a lot. And so, like, when I play video games, I can't sit back and play a video game. Like, I have to, like, lean forward, like, you know, elbows on the knees or, like, lean forward and play. Why is it uncomfortable to play a video game just, like, sitting back, relaxed? Like, you have to be, like, up into the television to, like, get into what you're doing. I feel like if you're going to edit and be on the laptop or something a lot, like, you need to invest in something. Yeah. Uh, I started listening to a new podcast, actually, just today. But it's been really interesting. It's like a Nat Geo podcast. That one of the episodes I listened to today was about uh, lying, and like how like the how <laughs> early like people start developing learning to lie, uh, which was pretty interesting because you know it <laughs> does start with children with as simple as did you spill that milk and no I didn't you know like a two year old or whatever. Uh, but it's interesting like how humans evolve to learn how to lie better throughout their life and how lying lying. We're always told as, like, kids, we're always told, like, you know, don't lie. It's bad to lie. You need to tell the truth all the time. But really, sometimes it's good to lie. You have to lie. If you just walked around telling the truth yeah, everywhere yeah. you went, like, you're probably not going to have too many people like you. And you may not even be very successful in yeah. a lot of ways. Like, we we kind of have to lie. It's like part of being a human <laughs> is being able to lie your way through situations. Because whether it's you do it to... Mm. Um, out of sympathy for somebody, you know, as of as of a way to uh, make somebody feel better about themselves, you know, to do it in a nice way or a little white lie or um, just all the different yeah. ways they talk about like how people lie and why they do it. It was really interesting to like sit back and think about it as like, yeah, you know, that that makes a lot of sense. I haven't thought about it that. That way. is, it's wild. Like we all have that power of deception. We come programmed with it, and some people will use it to their advantage to get over on other people. To me, it's like not worth it to go around being shady and lying and and trying to use that to your advantage. But then I think about Jim Carrey explaining that to his kid in Liar Liar, where he's like, "Sometimes I gotta lie to mommy." Like when she was <laughs> pregnant with you, and she would ask if she was fat. I couldn't tell her she looked like a cow. <laughs> I had exactly. to lie, you know? But yeah, to do it in a mischievous way, to get yeah. ahead in life and to manipulate people, that's a, that's a weird superpower we all have. And there are a lot of short episodes. There are a lot of them are like 15 to 25 minute longs. Um, and there's just, they're just about all kinds of shit. Like I listened to a couple of them about like Egyptian history and like this woman who went uh, scuba diving in Kate, or not in caves, but scuba diving in underground to, to scuba ground scuba dove Jesus Christ <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say she went scuba diving in these underwater pyramids to like find like these um these pharaohs who were buried 
underwater and stuff and like they ended up like pulling like actual sarcophaguses out and things like that um and treasures and stuff out of these tombs that were just underwater Damn. Uh, and there's one about like the women of nasa of, like the first women who trained and like passed all this training to be like the first woman to go into space <laughs> and they excelled all the tests and like beat out all the men and um everything that they were like testing for like for example this one woman they put her in one of what are those tanks called where like you can't uh, like sense anything like a sensory deprivation tank yeah yeah she did one of those uh so like the average time or like the time that most men would stay in or like the longest time that men could stay in was about three hours and she just remembers going in and just thinking about going to space next thing she knows they come they open the door and said okay get out slowly you know watch how you walk and stuff and they're like do you have any idea how long you've been in there and she's like no i have no idea they're like you've been in there for 10 hours and 30 minutes she was like, what? And so she, like, completely exceeded the average time that, like, all men do and stuff. But this was back in the 60s, like, during the space race and stuff. Like, when we were in competition with Russia of, like, who could get to the moon first and everything. That's why we faked it. <laughs> it's possible that's why we faked it. <laughs> Lyndon B. Johnson was, like, the vice president. And, but, like, they were training these women to go into space. But it wasn't a part of, like, NASA's actual agenda. It was, like, self-funded by this other guy who was... um. Uh, who kind of worked with NASA, but he wasn't a part of NASA. But he was self-funding this program to train women to go into space so we could put the first women into space. But once the government caught wind of what was happening, they were like, no, 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 we're going to shut this off right now. We don't have time to be spending all this money and time teaching women how to go into space. Like, we have to be the first to get there, and this is a man's job. And so they cut off their program, and they cut off the funding of like what was happening because it was a man's job to go into space and so these women did all this training passed all these tests did better than a lot of the men for all these tests and then ended up not getting to go into space because the government thought it was a better agenda to send men into space instead but it gives the whole backstory of shit like that and what happened and uh and russia ended up catching wind of their program of training women to go into space and stuff and they ended up putting the first woman in space because they were okay. like, well, if America's not going to do it, fuck it, we'll do it. And so they send a woman up into space in, like, 1963. <laughs> what is it with countries and these pissing contests? I just don't understand it. Alphas. And then to even think, oh, we can't have women up there. What are you talking about? It's just like, dude, just take the best of the best. I don't give a fuck what they, if they're black, white, purple, have dicks on their foreheads. Like, if they're good and fit for the job, who gives a fuck? And you know there's still some men out there with that same mindset. I've had amazing women in my life, you know, strong women that I've looked up to since I was a kid. Like, I always looked at women like they were powerful. I just can't understand that mindset of, of, of like, a man being like, they should be in the kitchen doing the dishes. We need a woman president of ethnic color is what we need. Really shake shit up a lot, huh? Who is a transvestite? Who identifies as a woman? <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> no, you can't do that identification bullshit. You can do anything. Man. Be actually... You can do anything, dude. I all, no. I want a president who has face tattoos and colorful dreadlocks. That's my goal. Like in my lifetime, I want to see a president with face tattoos. That's never gonna happen. Well, Not even in your grandkids' lifetime. I don't think. I think. The, oh Just a hundred years ago, you couldn't imagine Obama being president. So, yeah, but I have faith. Is still a little bit different. 
That's pretty extreme, man. Dude, face what tattoos. if The Rock got a face tattoo and became president? <laughs> okay, here here's the problem with that argument. Okay, first of all, The Rock is not somebody who would get a tattoo on his face. That man is too. Uh, you never know, nah, man. Bro. He's too pretty. He's got it going on too much. He does not need and would never get a tattoo on his face. Like that would. He is looking to escalate his career and his status, and a tattoo would not help that cause. Tell that the little punk. A tattoo on his face. <laughs> little punk. Get the fuck out of here with that little <laughs> punk bullshit. Little punk. Tell that to the little gang. <laughs> that reminds me of a video. <laughs> I saw somebody made this little montage. I saw this on WeChat today. It was like uh like Neo and what's that dude's glass what's the dude with glasses in the Matrix? Uh Neo and the black guy with glasses like the leader. What's his name? Blade. <laughs> You're close. You're close. Wesley Snipes. Art. I don't want to say Artemis. I know that's not it. Mor- Morpheus. I've never Morpheus. seen it. Yeah, yeah. So it's that part in the Matrix to where like Morpheus is showing him is like this is the world as you see it, all right? And it cuts to like Tupac and Biggie in their music video singing their songs, and he says, "But this is the world how it is today." And then it shows like Little Pump and what's that do is six nine on his face. It shows like music videos of like those stupid ass people like that and Tenkachti, Tenkachti, Tekachi, Tenkachti, Tekachi, Tekachi ninety nine, whatever his name is. Then it shows like this is the world as it really is today, and then Neo's like the no, no, it's <laughs> not true, it's not true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was man. kind of a funny little correlation between. It's very two. strange. You know, Dr. Dre, like, he'll work on a song for, like, a year. He's like, why don't you make something that will stand the test of time? Well, all those songs are just so disposable. I think that's okay, though. <clears throat> what? It's okay, though. Like, it should be like that. They're like, songs that should actually mean something, like, should take time to make. Like, yeah. songs that should have, like, some value to them should take time to make. Like, I love that. There are a lot of people putting out songs these days that, like, to where they probably, like, write and record within, like, two or three days. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, let's just drop it. Like, this has a cool beat. It doesn't give a fuck what I'm saying on it. Yeah. The beat sounds cool. They can dance a little bit. They can bob their head while they're going down the road in their car. So, yeah, let's put it out there and let's make a little bit of money. And it, mm. I can't stand music like that, man. <laughs> I can't stand it. Like, there is so much rap music I don't listen to these days because I just assume that it's going to be something it's like It's so that. watered so, down. Yeah, People will send me shit. I feel bad for them. They just... Yeah. I, I want to take them down a good music rabbit hole with me. I'm like, look, you got to check this stuff out because this stuff is just garbage. This is just garbage. I was watching something the other day, and um, it was about this guy that makes beats, and he has some beats that are on the top ten of all these whatever. And um, he went in and made a song with, like, Quavo or something. And he's like, we made the beat and the song and recorded did everything in an hour and a half. And the thing's a hit. No. Not for me, man. Yeah. Just not for me. Hour and a half. It's just one of those songs that gets replayed, 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 replayed by a bunch of 12-year-olds and people that don't have good taste. Well, they pay the radio stations a lot of money to, like, hey, just play this song 
twice an hour, three times an hour. Oh, these record companies behind these artists, they're just shoving these artists down your throat at any chance they can get. Like, you are forced to like them because that is the option on the main channel. I mean, why do you think their views go up? It's like because they're getting put on to that platform purposely. It's not an organic growth. Some people are, like, really good where you just can't even deny the talent, but a lot of people are just manufactured. I'm not going to lie, though. All these songs are catchy as fuck. I, I hate the Takashi stuff, but... And they're all... A lot of them on fucking zannies and downers and droopy, like, yeah. uh, a, a bunch of them still do lean and stuff. I mean, codeine and all these opiates, literally their minds are slowed down, so they, they love that shit. Like, they're making it for each other, and they're all fucking sad and depressed, and so it's what we got to live with. It's fucked up. I hate it, man. You can't get mad at it, you know? Like, you got to accept that some people just like that and that music's just not made for you. There's plenty of music out there. Dude, there is so much good music out there that, like, I hardly even have time to get my hands on, you know? And I'm constantly digging and exploring and listening to new stuff. There's a bunch, a bunch of great music out there that I discover every day. So... We're fucking spoiled. There's a lot of watered-down bullshit, but, man, there's there's even more great classic shit. And even classic stuff that's being made right now, I think. Like Tyler Childers, freaking Sturgill Simpson, Anderson Pack, Action Bronson. I mean, I love all these guys. They're, like, creating history right now. Kendrick, Cole, SZA. Yeah, I got a bad habit of put my liked songs list or whatever, like a certain station of genre I like and like just playing that, listening to songs I've already listened to before because I still like them. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I don't get, <laughs> but I don't get out and like explore that much new music very often. Dude, come to my Spotify playlist. That I do listen to your like your 2019 one. It's a banger. Yeah, I do listen to that shit sometimes. Put that word out there. What's What's the name of your playlist so people can get on there and... Check it out, too. My Spotify name is D underscore T-A-R-V-A. And then I have these, like, SB playlists. I started in 2015. Yeah. And I've been doing it ever since. Like, we went snowboarding in Colorado in 2015, and I made a playlist for that. Mm -hmm. And then I just continue to make one every year, so. Um, Oh, is that what SB stands for? Snowboarding? Yeah. I thought it was spring break. Yeah, <laughs> it could be that. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could be anything you wanted to, man. <laughs> Slapping balls, 2019. I think 2019's like SB playlist is my favorite thus far. Yeah, I got like 180 something songs on there from the year, and that's what's cool. You can uh, some of these songs come up, and it puts you right back there when you heard them. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is one of your like most fond memories as let's say let's say preteen like before you were a teenager? Dude, I threw up once while getting a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope you tipped think, your barber. <laughs> I was like 10 or 11 and I had <laughs> I had something, I don't remember. My grandma took me up there to get a haircut. And I remember her, that lady just being rough with my head or something. And, like, I was sweating. And everything was just getting hot and dizzy. And I just straight threw up all over that shit. Like, didn't give a warning or nothing. I just threw up. At Nick's. Nick's Barbershop. 
Oh, yeah. I loved going to Nick's, man. That was the place yeah. to go. Yeah, so they gave me the gum bucket. You know, they give you like a piece of gum or something. <laughs> yeah. That was the best part about getting a haircut, man, is a free piece of gum. So I like held the gum bucket for the rest of the haircut, like just in case, but I didn't throw up after that. They took all the gum out, though, before they gave it to you, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember one time when I was a kid, I was taking a bath, and I shit in the bathtub and just took the poop and put it in the cup on the side of the tub and kept taking my bath. What? Say that again? (laughs) (laughs) I was a kid, man. I was taking a bath, and I had to poop, and I didn't want to get out of the tub, so I I pooped, and I took the turd, and I just like pulled it out of the water and put it in a little cup that was on the side of the tub, and I finished taking my bath and playing with my toys in the bath, man. We might have to cut that out. Because when you're a kid, you got toys in the bathtub, right? <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> toys? When you're a kid, you got toys in the bath, man. You got your little your cars or boats or whatever that are floating and, <laughs> and your turds <laughs> that are floating. But no, but I just... That is I didn't disgusting. Wanna, I was having fun in the Me- bathtub. I didn't want to stop having fun. My parents were doing fixing dinner or whatever they were doing. Jesus. I took the problem out of the water. That's disturbing. I put it aside. And I continued on with my fun session in the bathtub. I started watching that Meat Hunter on Netflix a little bit. I've only seen like the first few episodes of season one, but it's pretty cool. I like that. Meat Eater? Yeah, yeah. That guy lives out here. Their headquarters is like 30 minutes from us. I don't really hunt a lot personally, but I like watching the episodes and like watching the process he goes through and yeah, what he has to do to get his end result. Like it's It's pretty entertaining, so... um. He goes to some beautiful places and hunts some dream locations, some dream animals. And a lot of times they won't even kill an animal or he's just not feeling it. But he'll give you a lot of insight on the habitat and the history of the animal and how it even came to be in North America. And he's so well read and he's an author and he's put out a lot of books and um, he's the man. You know, he's like the Anthony Bourdain of the outdoor world to me, you know. That's a good comparison. That makes he really, sense. He really is. He's like the Anthony Bourdain I like that of comparison. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the same thing. Like he's he knows his shit so well. He kind of shits on the people who don't do it right, and he's very articulate on how he can get the point across. You know, and I just love I just love Steve, man. Like because hunters kind of get a lot of shit these days, and yeah, so. F- He's like that engine kind of pushing things in the right direction for the way I see it, you know. He does have a little mini series on YouTube and it's called like Das Boat. Das Boat. Yeah, he's had this John boat ever since he was a kid or something. I don't know if they took that same boat or bought another boat and they're having all these professional fishermen modify the boat and then go take it to their spots like this old, old boat. And they'll like add stuff to it like this dude added like this little grill to it and then they like made fish and another guy added some shit. But um, it's on their YouTube channel, I think, and it's all based on fishing. That would be fun to get into. I miss fishing. I was thinking about that. I was just telling somebody about that just a couple of days ago about like the boat we used to have. And the yeah. days we would take it out in the summertime and like just take it to that was awesome. And just bass fish. Yeah. Dude, we do it once or twice a week. Just take our little boat out into these small ass farm ponds and catch big fish. Some good fish, man. There's something about that, man, like fishing. And the people who don't go fishing a lot, they don't know. It's hard for them to understand. Yeah. And to, uh, yeah, just to understand that feeling of like, hooking onto that big one and reeling it in and when you get it and you hold it in your hands and you're uh just the the feeling you have behind it man 
I don't know. For me, this is the thing with hunting and people that don't hunt. I feel so bad for them that they don't get to experience the stuff that I've experienced and get to see this shit, man, because it's so beautiful and it's out here for everybody to do and not a lot of people do it and I just don't understand that. But like fishing, fishing is like surfing on a longboard and then hunting is like big wave surfing. You know what I mean? That makes sense. That like if you had to compare the rush, because I've done both, and I'm telling you, dude, the rush of hunting and harvesting an animal is like a, it's like yeah, big wave surfing, opposed to longboard cruising. You have to have a good hunt though. I think a lot of people go on a hunt and then they just snipe one out real easy on their first try, or it's real dramatic and loud, and then maybe they didn't make a good shot and the animal kind of freaked out and it just wasn't but you gotta you gotta make it or a they good go hunt. out and they don't see anything they're sitting out there for five yeah. or six oh, hours and sure. see nothing and then and they're just like what the fuck did i just do yeah, this yeah. morning like why did i waste my time being out here yeah you know how much i hunt and how very little i'm successful i mean like one percent of the time i'm successful know, you just gotta understand that but like when it does happen it's a feeling you just can't describe, man. It it just goes beyond killing something and eating something. It's just more, it's like this tribal fucking DNA trigger that goes off, and it just you feel it, man. You, I don't know. You just it's yeah, one of those things you I have to it. you have to experience for yourself, you know, like a good hunt to really yeah. get it. Yeah. And some like people never tobacco, get that. Man, don't knock it till you try it. Exactly. It's just like chewing tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock until you try it, man. Yeah, dude. You never know. It may be your favorite thing you've ever done. No, fuck that. Dude, the last time I chewed tobacco, I was on my way to Alfredo's, and I had to pull over <laughs> to throw up. Yeah, somebody was like, you want some? I'm like, yeah. And I had to work in a couple of hours. I think we just got out of school. And, um, Probably swallowed it too, huh? Yeah, yeah, swallowed some. And, yeah, you don't swallow uh, it, man. Not as an amateur. You can swallow it once you get used to it, but never as a first timer. The room was spinning, dude. And Javier was it Javier? No, it was Jaime. <laughs> That's some he over let me... the counter shit too. Jaime wouldn't let me go home. <laughs> Jaime. <laughs> Jaime. Is Jaime still a... <laughs> You're going to have to mute your mic, man. Everybody knows what's happening. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> yeah, Yo, did, uh, didn't Jaime get in trouble for some uh, some financial stuff? Or yeah, he... Just a rumor? I mean, I don't want to put him on blast. Jaime, if you're listening... Fuck you. Try to fire me. <laughs> Shady ass. No. <laughs> you started it. You yeah. started it. No, he yeah. was um like shaving people's paychecks, like the servers and oh. the 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 kitchen staff. He was like knocking off hours and kind of applying it to his from what I understand, that's what happened. Mm. You should grow a rat tail. I would start a new trend in China without even knowing it. Walking Dude, into class with a rat tail. You should start growing two rat tails. 
<laughs> like not even in symmetrical locations, just one down here and one up here, kind of like off the side of your top top of your head, you know. Man, that should be a part of those episodes. Like, change our mind. Submit your comments. Submit your videos of something that you believe that we've talked about, and like try to yeah. change our mind on something that we agree on. How's that? Yeah. Uh, Dylan, what's the number they can call to uh, leave a message to give their I don't know, but opinion? I know one thing that I disagreed with that you said was the whole pooping in the bathtub and then just grabbing it without getting I mean, I just Bro, can't. I was six years old. I'm not still <laughs> pooping in my bathtub at 32, okay? Yeah. Well, oh well. We all fuck up when we're between the ages of I forgive four you. and ten. Right, I forgive you. you. I, I forgive that. you. It took me like 30, 45 minutes, but I'm over it. <laughs> I'm glad we talked about it again, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to finally get that off my chest. Because mm-hmm. that's where it was before I finally put it in the cup. <laughs> so uh, just uh, keep doing what you guys do. Thank you so far for your support up to this point, And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys again in the future. What do you think, Dylan? Yeah, I, that all sounds great. I don't know. I don't know who Karen Travis is, but if you're listening, thanks for the subscribe. You look like Jody's aunt or something, Karen Travis. Yeah, yeah that's right. That is. <laughs> we see thanks, you Karen. out there, Karen, all the way up there in Oregon, Oregon. <laughs> Man, we got people in China. We got people in Oregon. We got people in Oklahoma. We got people in Montana listening. Come on now, where you at? Shout it out. But in all reality, thanks to everybody. This has been fun. And we look forward to the next one. So everybody, tune in next Monday. Uh, it's going to be a special episode. You guys are going to like it. So ooh, we look forward to joining you and you joining us. And we'll see you guys then. This has been another episode of the Pouring Smoke Podcast. Until next time. Keep it real, y'all. Keep it real, y'all. Keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it real, y'all. Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it.